is up, party people. It's your boys, Brad and Skylar. What's up, guys? Skylar, what age did you decide, I want I want to have kids? I think I'm ready. I mean, maybe you didn't say you're ready, but did you think about it as a kid or as a teenager? When did you, um, when did you think about it? I mean, I think I was always excited about the idea, but probably, I mean, I don't know. Like, even as a five-year-old, you were excited about... Well, having okay, okay, a, having okay. a baby. Okay, let's. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say towards the back end of college. That's when there was genuine excitement about it. Was there a moment? Did you? Did you? Did you get a hold of baby? And it, or was it like? Yeah, I had some friends and some people I, I worked with that had kiddos, and so I, that made me really excited about the opportunity to get to have a little baby girl or a baby boy to hold and mm-hmm. and take care of. But yeah, well. That's what we're talking about today. Mm. Uh, this episode's called So You Just Had a Baby, and we only have one thing we're going to talk about, so let's dive in. Number one. We're coming at you with a six-week survival guide. Mm. So whatever that means, but I've got an article here we're going to go through. This is what you need. You just had a baby. These are the things you need to know. Mm. The only things. Nothing else matters besides what we're about to tell you. I'm just about to be six weeks in. Yeah, so you can verify this. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot about a lot of this, so you can... <laughs> this I'm is going to be heavily leaning on you. Okay. Okay, here we go. Brace yourself. This first section is called Brace Yourself. The umbilical cord. The stump of the cord may seem very black and unwieldy for such a tiny infant. This is okay. It will disengage within three weeks. Until then, keep it clean and dry yeah. until it falls off. Yeah, I remember uh, Kaylee was very precautious whenever we would give, give uh, our baby girl baths. And, uh, but yeah, it does, it's kind of, there's a process of it kind of slowly withering away and it looks kind of gross and you, 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 you want to like pick at it or wish you could like mm. clip it off, but it's like, no. No. Just trust the process. Trust the process. You have to like, Fold diapers it. down away yes, from it. I tried to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. It had like a, a specific fold that I mm-hmm. always do, and yeah. uh, it was good because it kept her from being in pain. Yeah, but once it's gone, it's gone forever. Yeah, so it's not coming back. Uh, second one, the spit up. Mm. Um. So not to worry. Just keep lots of cloth diapers at the ready. Two effective ways are to burp your baby every three to five minutes during feedings and to place the baby in an upright position in an infant seat or stroller right after feeding her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's critical. Like the, the posture, if, if the baby is not in an upright position, I've noticed uh, with my daughter, she will start crying, complaining after she's fed. And, and, and it's, they're too young to know how to deal with gas or burping. So they just like, they're frustrated. So that's why like, you want to make sure that you're always mindful of that after you feed them. Yeah. Um, you got to burp them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the poop. In the beginning, the baby's oh, poop is blackish green. That's and then gross. It, then it approximates certain shades of green. Yellow or brown. It can mm-hmm. be runny, pasty, seedy, or curdy, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, as unsettling as this may be, it's all normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes on some weird colorations, but kind of the benefit is at the beginning, there's not really like a big smell. Yeah, that's an early uh, breastfeeding bonus is that baby's poop usually doesn't smell at all. It's awesome because I, I do have a weak nose. Like if there's an odor, huh. it, can, it can make my stomach a little queasy, but I haven't experienced that yet in the first six weeks. Okay. So it's been a blessing. 
That's great. Uh, baby's breath. You won't believe how you'll crane to hear your baby respire. Any fewer than 60 breaths per minute is normal. Mm-hmm. As are pauses of about six seconds. It's so true. It's, if like I've noticed, if you if you focus on their breathing, oh, you yeah. get worried if you oh, just yeah. focus for like ten or fifteen. Because you're like, mm-hmm. for five seconds, they'll just not breathe, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they'll be like, <laughs> like really quick. Yeah, and you're like, what's? But they're learning how to breathe. Mm-hmm. Like so the first night, the first few nights, you're like kind of yeah, like, their bed. You're like, I'm like making staring. sure, yeah, because you can't hear them breathing. Yeah, when she couldn't sleep. It's scary. Yeah, you're like, but you're like, no, she's okay. Just don't, don't have her roll over or anything. Yeah. You know, uh, bath time uh, can be a challenge. You can do this by holding her in a big bowl or plastic tub or by wetting a washcloth and washing her on her changing table. Mm. Here's some tips. Babies need, baby needs a full bath only about once or twice a week. Yeah. But she needs to be topped and tailed every day. Um, this means washing the baby's head, face, and bottom. Mm. Yeah. How are, I heard you guys just had experience with a bath, like an yeah. immersion maybe? A yeah. Bath? So we use, we have like a, we have a pretty big uh, master bathroom sink. And so. Humble we'll, brag. We'll set up towels. Or that's just a brag. We just have a pretty big um, master bathroom sink. Yeah. It's no big deal. So we put the little towel down, but you got to hold her head the whole time. And then you just kind of mm-hmm. put water over her. Or your baby, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Our, actually, our baby likes baths. Like she just chills. She's some babies will like cry the whole time, but she's been pretty, pretty awesome. But yeah, we love. I mean, she looks adorable when yeah. she's getting a bath. Yeah. All right, getting through the night. Um, here's some tips: establish a routine early on. Bathe, dress, play, and stroll around the block at about the same time every day. Rhythm, rhythm's key. Yeah. Uh, place your baby in the crib while drowsy. This way he learns to fall asleep on his own and associates the crib with bedtime. Yeah, we, we, yeah we've, we've, we've tried to implement that. We've tried to have pretty regular rhythms. Like the initial first week, though, there is no rhythm. There's no rhythm. You have like, to, yeah. It's like she's not, especially the first couple of days when um, she's not getting breast milk initially, she's getting a, a different substance. But like... Because it's not, it's not like fatty. Like our baby was up like all night yeah. the first two nights, and so you just kind of had to, you had to start just dealing with one of us has got to be up, one of us has got to be willing to, you know, take a shift at three a.m. Mm-hmm. But once you get to the next phase, I feel like it rhythms begin to be like super helpful. Yeah, uh, and then swaddle him. An unswaddled baby's own movements may startle and awaken him. Uh, at night, you want him so securely wrapped that he will not wake even during the normal periods of light sleep. Keep him face up to reduce the risk of SIDS. So, did you did you have all did all your kids like being swaddled initially? Um, so, the, yeah, they all did. I think our youngest was the most like adamantly about like she had to have her hands out, and no matter how Sam how tight we made the wrap mm-hmm. and we made them pretty tight mm-hmm. she think she'd get her hands out and so I was like whatever I mean yeah it's the same for my daughter she just wants freedom from her hands but everything else she was pretty content with but some babies they want if you if you wrap them tight they just pass out mm-hmm. but yeah I guess it depends on your your kiddo here's a good point a sleeping baby need not mean a hushed household 
Ordinary sounds and activities will not disturb him at this early age. However, if everybody creeps about and talks and whispers while he's asleep, there may be, there may come a time when he cannot sleep unless they do. It's important to let him sleep through whatever sound level is normal, normal for your household so he does not come to expect a quietness will make all of your lives misery. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be tiptoeing around my house. Especially during the day because you want it to... I feel like during the day, like, I haven't had any problems. She can sleep through anything unless, like, we move her abruptly. Right. But, I mean, she can sleep with people talking mm-hmm. all the time. Calming a crying baby. Mm. Crying is the only means an infant has to communicate. Your quandary, what is she telling you? Check her out. Is she hungry? Too cold? Too hot? Is her bedding or clothing tangled? Is her diaper dirty? Are the lights too bright? Noises too loud? You got to run this gauntlet and put things right until she's consolable. Mm. So, you know, you got to experiment to discover the most comforting ways for her to be rocked. Side to side, back and forth, spoken and sung to, pat her rubber back, Mm -hmm. walk the floor with her. Offer a pacifier to suck on. Swaddle her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a fun challenge in the beginning stages because you're just you're just playing a guessing game. You feel like you're like negotiating, yeah, and just hoping you find the right thing. Which for me, it's like an escape room, but it's a human. Yeah, and it's really difficult when you're exhausted to try to. Yeah. But that's what you got to do. So we figured out that our girl loves, um, she loves movement. So if I pick her up and I walk around, it'll like, it'll stim- she'll start looking around, it'll kind of stimulate her mind, and then she'll start getting tired from just like the activity. Right. And so she loves being rocked, which is, it's awesome because initially I felt like the only thing to solve everything was just her being fed. You assume that, but, right. then, but then I was like, okay, I found a thing I can do as her dad yeah. to console her, and it's moving which I can do a lot more of than, than mama because yeah. she's recovering from Having a birth. baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, it also says all babies have their fussy period during the day. For many, it's between 6 and 10 p.m. Hmm. At a certain point, there's nothing you can do. It's true. Okay. Um, you can't spoil a baby, a young baby, by giving him attention. And if you answer his calls for help, he'll cry less overall. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're getting into what to do for yourself. Hmm. So this is this is self care, I, I think <laughs> section. Get enough sleep. Yeah, you're probably thinking. However, the way to avoid sleep deprivation is to know the total amount of sleep you need per day and get that sleep in bits and pieces. And this is important. When your baby naps, you must also nap. Mm. When your when that baby's asleep, you should try to be asleep unless you're a party animal. Mm. Um, but. And then you guys are nailing this. Take breaks. Take a walk. No matter how short, run your own errands to get away. Of course, this involves asking your spouse, other family members, or friends for help. If you have to hire someone, consider it money well spent. So, yeah. You just got to get out of there. Yeah, walks are great. Man, they are great. They're so good just for the mind, for both both me and my wife, but also for the baby. Um, she loves them. So, yeah. And it's healthy. Get out of the house because yeah. I feel like you can go cuckoo. You got to get If out. you're locked in that, I mean, especially right now with oh, quarantine, man. that's what we've had to deal with. So, we're like, if we don't get a walk, we feel fried. Yeah. We feel yeah. disillusioned. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're traveling in a car, how that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. How just like using your brain to make sure that the car you're driving doesn't kill anybody like that's exhausting after a whole day it's just like staying inside Mm -hmm. trying to like survive in a house 
Mm-hmm. I would. I don't think I would make it. So we just got to get outside. We we went on a walk this morning because mm-hmm. we're like we just got to get out of here. And it felt great today. Oh yeah. It's like, what's going on, right man? The seventies are hanging out a little bit longer. I than, wanted to stay. Um, get dad into the into the picture. Allow him to care for the baby so that you get time alone. That's right, mamas. Yeah. Our, our mama listening crowd. Get dad if he's not in the picture. Get him in the picture. It's so true. Yeah, like I think that's the biggest way that I've been able to serve my wife is during the day, I look for, okay, what can I do where you can be freed up for an hour or two to either take a nap or... Or just do whatever you want. Or, do, or just hit the casino. I mean, just <laughs> just get out of here and do whatever you want. Because then she'll come back refreshed and ready. And and then you can go to the casino. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, it's a it's a dance. <laughs> Continue a dance. to eat properly. Keep taking your vitamins. Accept that progress now is incremental. Mm. Break projects into smaller tasks. Wash a couple of dishes at a time. Mm. That's true. Yeah, mm. I think the eating eating habits. Yeah, it's like it's tempting when you're kind of locked in your house to kind of just eat whatever, mm-hmm. just to kind of co- provide comfort, but. I learned first, I was like, I don't want to create these habits because this will... Do you take vitamins? I do not. My wife does. She takes um, some, but yeah, I mean... I haven't... I feel like maybe I should, but I don't take any vitamins. Mm -hmm. We had some like uh, hemp gummy gummies. Those were kind of fun to play with, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think they had anything in them. It was just like a gummy bear with Tylenol probably in it. Yeah. Who knows? Um, wear a snug-fitting front baby carrier so you can work while holding a baby. Oh, yeah. They love... Yeah, I mean, it's soothing for them. Even when sometimes uh, my daughter is awake, just getting her in that that little, like, cocoon. Mm-hmm. And then my wife just moving around, like, cooking or doing stores, she'll just pass out. Yeah. It's like a safe place. Yeah. So... Uh, delegate more. Enlist any and all visitors. Remember what they say. It takes a whole village to raise a child. Mm. I wish I could enlist people. Or I could have, but... Well, the I good did. news is like you'll be able to enlist your current only daughter mm-hmm. to help with other children. Mm-hmm. And that is... I tell you what. That is super helpful to be like on the other side of the house and I can just be like, hey, boys, someone go get me her passy right now. Mm-hmm. And, then they, and then I don't have to get up. It's sure. like, and now I wish I had some when they were all a bunch of three two-year-olds running oh, around. Goodness. But, um, and yeah, delegation's know, the key. Teach his own. Um, and then lastly, hang in there. The first six weeks can be a real trial. You and your baby are getting to know each other, and you and your partner are adjusting to your new roles. Mm-hmm. Hold on to the thought that right around that six-week mark, you're going to be rewarded with one of the most gratifying milestones in your entire parental career. Mm-hmm. Your baby will beam a genuine smile at you. It is rewarding. Six weeks. We've we've started to get some. We're not positive if they're voluntary or involuntary, but they are so rewarding to see. Yeah, because I mean, really, it doesn't feel. I mean, we kind of said that we can kind of help Mama out and do some stuff, but it's like I am not giving this baby anything. Mm-hmm. Like personally, from me. Yeah. And so once you can make them smile, it's like way better. Mm-hmm. And when they can like visibly or audibly laugh, mm-hmm. you can like tickle them. It's great. Yeah, I think 
Yeah, hanging on in the first six weeks is key. I think because you just have to adjust your general expectations of your life and stuff. It's like, I'm not going to get the sleep that I normally would get. I'm not going to get to do the things when I want, how I want. And uh, I think once you kind of die to those, then you're able to just be more faithful to your responsibilities as a new parent. But yeah, it's a good word. That's a good word. Well, we're going to wrap this episode up. Um, just remember to email us all your questions, any thoughts, uh, two average dads at gmail.com. Uh, we'll, we'll be taking any, any and all questions will be answered on this podcast. hundred percent. Yeah. And, uh, give us a follow on Instagram at two average dads podcast. And, uh, if you want to shoot us a direct message or, or yeah, uh, slide into our DMS, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we would. Um, until next time you guys have a great socially distant Saturday. Mm. See ya.